it's the whole gird your loins and prepare to just take on more. Just load me up, coach. I can I can carry more weight. I can do more things. And that's where I've kind of realized that's where I'm, I'm really struggling now is because I need, uh, I need to not have this on me all day. Hey, everybody. This is Bobby Walker with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. And I want to ask you one thing. Are you doing what you want to do in life? Are you pursuing what you want in life? Why not? Don't be a bitch. Be the captain of your own ship. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy. All right, guys. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me on the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. Today, I have, I don't know if he's famous or infamous i don't know if he's uh the if you're watching the video the uh the lord of darkness it looks like he's turning the lights off over there i don't know but i got rob anderson with clean power wash in salisbury maryland rob yep. how you doing, man? i'm good i'm good well thank you for joining me i've been really really excited to have you on the show um i've seen your stuff on youtube for god well i guess you've been you've been doing that since before I was in the industry. So, um, I, um, I don't know. I, I'm kind of starstruck right now. I got Rob Anderson on here. So it's cool. Uh, but Rob, before we get started, I need to take a minute and just give a big thank you to Kurt Kempton and the guys over at Responsive Bid. Uh, Responsive Bid has started sponsoring the podcast, which I'm not going to lie. That's pretty cool to me. You know, uh, this is just a little thing that I do for the love of it. And, and I've been uh, talking about Responsibit a lot on the podcast and on the YouTube channel and stuff. And uh, basically, here, here's what went down. I, uh, I've always loved Responsibit, and I've always been like the biggest cheerleader of it. And then Kurt gave me a, an affiliate link. He's like, hey, you talk about it all the time. Here's an affiliate link. And if people use your link, I'll, I'll give you a little cheddar cheese. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then uh, we keep talking about it. And I said, Kurt, here's the deal. I, I want you to uh, sponsor the show. But I want you to give us the best deal that people can get nowhere else. So here's, here's what he did. And he came back to me with this. He said, here's the deal, Bobby. If you uh, let me be the exclusive sponsor of the show here, I'm going to give all of the journey of a new entrepreneur listeners a free month anytime they sign up for my service. If you go to any other link, any other affiliate, or if you go to Responsibid themselves, you will not and you cannot get a deal that good. And that's honest to God truth. That's just not me like like yep. trying to tell a, a sales fib or something. You literally cannot get that deal anywhere else unless you use the link jnebid.com. So it's like journey of a new entrepreneur, J-N-E, bid, like responsive bid, dot com. J-N-E-B-I-D.com. Go there. There's a little blurb on there and Kurt even brags in there how Great. I wasn't negotiating this deal for you guys. So you're welcome. I just got to say you're welcome. And I'm just going to pat myself on the back right now. And if you don't know what response bid is, let me just keep it short and sweet. It's the best sell software in the service industry out there. It doesn't just, uh, I shouldn't say it doesn't just, it does things like this. It, it goes on your website and people can go there and get an accurate quote for the services that you provide. And not only can they get an accurate quote, but they, they can then select the specific services and bundles that they want. Then they can pick a spot on your calendar 
oh, did I mention that it has intelligent scheduling? So it knows how fast each one of your crews works. It knows how fast they work on different types of jobs. It knows how far they're going to drive from job to job. You give it that information, and then it'll allow the person to schedule themselves on the calendar. Then it'll take a deposit, so you know it's not someone just jerking with you and messing up your schedule. So they put a deposit in your account, and uh, next thing you know, it's on your technician's schedule because you're using a, uh, a CRM. And all that happened while you were asleep at night and you wake up with money in the bank. It's really freaking awesome. It does more stuff than that, but I'll get into that on another show at another time. So, Steve Anderson, how the hell are you, my friend? Good, man. Good. You've been it's, working uh, hard? Yeah. Yeah. Today, um, one of the things and people that watch my YouTube channel have seen stuff we do. We do our uh, hashtag random acts of cleaning kindness. Yep. I've seen um, it. It's a good filler. It's a great community outreach. Um, it's an awesome way with everything else that we do with Facebook and social media marketing uh, to just earn massive, massive, not not just brownie points, but like whole platters of brownie points. That's awesome. Um, yeah, well, today, let, me, let me interject just a hair of there. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into that. Random acts of cleaning kindness. So for anyone that doesn't know, Rob owns a power washing, soft washing uh, company up in Salisbury. Maryland. And, um, he, uh, he's done really well for himself. Uh, we'll just say socially on a social media platform, just getting out in front of potential clients that become clients for him. And he's been very, very active. And so he's do does this thing, random acts of cleaning kindness. So take it away. Tell us what that is. And, and uh, it looked like you were about to give us an, an example. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the big thing for me, I mean, as a power washer, you can't drive downtown and not see dirty stuff, whether it's a dirty house, it's dirty concrete, it's crappily clean concrete. Uh, it's the playground when your kids are going up and down the slide that they said, daddy, this is dirty. You should clean it, which is how it kind of all started. Um, and it was kind of crazy. Like we, we finished up a commercial job. Um, I was like, you know, what? we got water in the tank. Let's run over to this playground. Uh, I think it was 23 minutes from pull up to pull out. Um, I didn't have the cool logo shirt back then. That's probably the only thing that wasn't like epic about it that day. Mm -hmm. But that was like right about Thanksgiving. We did a whole, you know, we're giving back. Um, cleaned up the playground. I mean, it, it was filthy. It hadn't been touched in, in years and years. And uh, we ended up with something like 23,000 views and like, wow, like 18 or 19 shares. Like one of the guys that I, I went to high school and played soccer with and stuff is the mayor. So that helps out a little bit, but it went, it straight up went viral really quickly. And it was just a awesome thing. And if, if you know about cleaning, um, a lot of the people that hire us are women. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get on their good side, do something for their kids. For their kids, yep. You know, de-germify the playground. Make it not look sketchy and dirty. And, uh, it's kind of cool. The county actually ended up having it planned to remulch the whole playground. So we'd already cleaned it, and then they mulched it like two or three weeks later. So nice. it worked out well. And um, it's a great way to get into neighborhoods, too. Now, was that, your, was that one, like, the first big thing you did on social media was that, did that yeah. kind of give you the bug and be like oh my god i've got something here that was um yeah that kind of motivated me to do all the rest of them mm -hmm. um you know we we've done a couple other neighborhood signs at that point that that worked out pretty well um neighborhoods you know you, you go in and do three or four houses in there and you see the signs dirty 
it's an easy thing to just go ahead and clean it up. And I always tell people, you know, hey, we do it because we also know, like, hey, the HOA president, if somebody brings it to them, hey, the sign's dirty. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about it for the next three meetings. And then let's decide that we want to go ahead and get, you know, uh, Bobby, you get two, two contractor quotes. Rob, you get two quotes. Okay. And then you're sitting, you know, a year later, the sign's falling down, you know, and nothing's been done versus we can go ahead and do it. We Just take pictures and video, post it. Um, we certainly, we write it off. Um, and it's a great way also to get into the HOA Facebook groups, Yeah. Uh, which that right there is, I mean, I'd, I'd pay a hundred bucks to get into every Facebook Absolutely. group uh, in our town. So. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You, I, I have not acted on it, but I've got the ideas. I've just got so many things I'm trying to execute on right now. I haven't done that, but now let me ask you this. Have you yeah. ever done just there, just hypothetically speaking? Um, I don't know any like concrete walls underneath overpasses or anything like that. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to ask that. <laughs> so um, it's funny because I literally don't think I got a single uh, negative reaction from anybody locally. Well, before you, so t let's tell people what you did here. So I had this grand idea that I'd driven past this spot. Route 50 drives, you know, through my town and, and uh, Route 13. Those are the two highways. Without them, our town would be nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and there's this big underpass, and it's just absolutely filthy. So I decided that I was going to take my service cleaner, and there's a little sidewalk. Not a lot of people walk on there, but went down there. I, I pull up to this little, like, dead-end cul-de-sac with my tech, and I said, hey, Hold my camera. And he's like, dude, what are we about to do? So he's standing in the middle, in the median, again, safely on a sidewalk. Can <laughs> um, I take the surface cleaner and I make it that says I heart SBY and I put a big smiley face and a high and, you know, and all that jazz. And which you know, for, again, for the listeners, SBY would be the city, the for the city yeah. that you live in. Yeah. Um, so it was just, just fun. And I, I tried to line it up to do that on Valentine's day. It ended up being like Thursday and Valentine's day was like Tuesday, but mm -hmm. whatever. I was like, Hey, this will, this will be another fun viral thing. It's dirty. I want to clean it. And worst case scenario, I ended up having to clean the whole section, which was probably 200 yards and probably 25, 30 feet tall. Yeah. If I could just spray some bleach on it, it would have been done in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, so somebody's like, man, you should go back and you should put your phone number on that business name so i go back and i put clean power wash and i put the phone number underneath it um and then the salisbury police department comes out and he's like hey uh what, what are you doing um and i'm like well you know we we like to just do this kind of random stuff and just clean things for free as like you know we've cleaned the biggest playground down here it's called ben's red swings um it's right by the city zoo and um you know, we clean this and that and this playground, that park, these things. She's like, so who hired you to do this? I said, uh, nobody. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, my buddy Jake Day, let's go ahead and throw his name in there. You know, he knows we do this kind of stuff. And she's like, so, so did State Highway contact you? Um, no. She's like, well, she's, you know, calling her superior or whatever on the little thing. And mm -hmm. she's like, well, you, you got you, you to gotta take the, you know, the name off and stuff I'm like okay can i leave the rest of it can i leave the i heart sby part um and she's like as far as i know you didn't do that like, yes uh, <laughs> so so did you have to end up cleaning the whole thing or was no, just no no I, and the way it ended up when i 
cleaned the clean power wash and the phone number, it ended up looking like a gigantic hand that was like pointing this way. It was like, I heard Salisbury go this way. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. Um, well, you know what? One thing I love about that story and, and one thing I like about you, Robin, and, and we don't know each other well. I mean, we met at the huge convention this year and, and didn't get to hang out too much, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I looked. A I gave sp- you a couple beers. Yeah, I, you did. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I'm still very thankful for that. Um, but we, uh, but one thing I like about you is you just kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? You just kind of don't give a shit. You know, and, and I mean that in a good way, like you just kind of yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to do it. You're, you're doing your thing and you're not, I mean, you're not hurting people, you know, you're not doing bad or anything, but it's like uh, a lot of people, myself included, would be like, ah, I'd be a little scared to do that. And you did it. You know, I'm out doing these clip flyers today, you know, throwing clip flyers out. And every time I throw one out my car window, I'm like, my, my heart palpitates and I'm like, Oh God, someone's going to yell at me. Oh my yeah. gosh, Someone's going to this or whatever. But, um, and, and I still do it, but uh, I'm a little jealous because when I do it, I'm like nervous and anxiety ridden. And I, I see Rob over there just kind of like, eh, I'm just going to go power wash my company's name on the here. And <laughs> well, the, the funny thing too, the people that got mad about it is like, oh, now guys are going to be, you know, leaning over overpasses and they're going to be writing on the sides of it, which there's a, one that I've considered doing that too. Uh, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I would never recommend somebody to do something where they're literally going to be risking themselves and danger yeah. and all but of course um, of course and, and you know depending on where where what part of the country are you in again bobby you're i'm in orlando okay um so both of us are I, i'm a little bit closer to the uh the ridiculously opinionated northeast uh, where people don't smile as much and mm-hmm. and uh, can be grouchy um where we are, man, we can get away with a lot of the stuff because quite frankly, I'm going to smile. We're going to, we're going to become friends really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to make good conversation and I'm, you know, I, I, I like to think that I'm a likable guy. I, you yeah. know, um, I try not to have too Meh. many enemies there, Meh. but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I'll buy anybody a drink, just to have fun and, and yeah. whatnot. But it, um, you know, I, I literally, I went and did a guy's mailbox once. I was driving to do an estimate and I was like, hold up, reverse the car back. And I'm like, that's not an orange mailbox. That's a gray mailbox. And it was so covered with rust. So I decided I, I did a live video. I'm like cleaning the rust off of it. And the homeowner pulls up, pulls into the driveway. And he's like, uh, excuse me, what, what are you doing? I said, hey, you know what? I like to do these random cleanings and I'm always looking for a challenge with the rust removal stuff. And I decided I would see, cause like this, what you had on here looks like it's like five or six years worth of rust build up. And I want to see if we could do it. And I also wanted to see if after we clean this, if you would just blow past your house and not have <laughs> the bright orange uh, mailbox. He hired us to clean his house and do the rust removal. And all I cared about was if I got the video. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's good we're worth it. And you know, as a result, we get that. And, um, and a great story. Well, and speaking of videos, so uh, great segue. Now you've done, you've built a lot of your business. I know you do spend some money on Facebook. I think, I think I know that. I yeah. think I've seen you say that. Yeah. But the vast majority of what you get is actually free stuff on there, right? Is that do I understand that correctly? Um, not not really. Um, oh, okay. And 
the, the difference is so many people will run. You're supposed the, to agree with me, Rob. You're supposed to make me look good here, but uh, okay. <laughs> but I did think that. So the nonetheless, the, you do the, well the with Facebook. Bag. It's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. We do extremely, extremely well. Um, you know, I had a guy today that called me and was saying, you know, I saw the video where you showed that you spent $230 and brought in $13,000 worth of work uh, via Facebook. And that was the first like 45 days of the year we did that. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of that is, you know, talking about responsibility and any other, you know, software, however they come to us initially is how they stay in our CRM forever. Unless they leave us for, two to three years and then they call back and say, Hey Bobby, how'd you hear about us? And you say something different than the original marketing. Yeah. Um, Cause if we're not servicing on a regular basis, you know, we may have dropped the ball somewhere. Yep. Um, Facebook's how we stay in front of so many people. It's how we build our overall um, brand awareness. And the vast majority of what we do with it is just awareness and engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, the random acts of cleaning kindness. I mean, mo- most of our posts, we're going to get five to 600 views. Um, we're going to get 30 to 80 likes on most posts that we put up. Hmm. Um, and then we boost a lot, you know, people, uh, you know, the, the marketing as- experts um, will say, Oh, don't boost. It's a waste of money. Don't do this and that. And, and the problem is that it's not boosting and ads are the same thing. A boost is just an ad with an awareness and a and a um, engagement objective. Um, and when I get into that, it's a lot easier for me to go ahead and look at what I've posted and say, I'm gonna put 20 bucks behind this. Or I'm gonna put 50 bucks behind it. Like I, I've forced myself over the last three months to really up what I was spending. I wasn't even spending two or three hundred bucks a month. I, was like, I spent more money on my lunch than I spent yeah. on Facebook marketing a day. And it's a, big hunter, it's a big, it's a big business. I mean, I don't know what the percentage is, but I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a noticeable, it's a notable percentage, Fa- right? Facebook is about 35 to 40% of our overall revenue. Good Lord. That's uh, all. And, and you're yeah. not like a tiny company. So that's like, not, that's not a guy that's doing, you know, $90,000 in revenue saying, saying that where he hasn't done much you know some guys when yeah. they're brand new they'll say well all everything i get is from facebook and it's like well yeah all four jobs you did this year were, were from facebook but what well, you actually got a lot going and facebook is killing it for you yeah and i mean uh, i'm you know that's me getting what questions are off limits um i'm very open about the numbers side mm-hmm. of it um We've grown since I think it was 2014 when I was doing like 20, 25,000 a year. Um, this week or Friday last week, whatever, we hit 400 for the year, nice. um, which is just like mind blowing. And it's mm-hmm. like, and I'm sitting here in September and I'm like, man, we were, we were slow. We were <laughs> slow. And when I look back at what we did in 2018 last year, we're 10 grand up. Yeah. You know, like we're pushing, pushing. I'm like, you know, we're literally, okay, hey, it's Tuesday. We're booking jobs for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But we're doing 2000 to 2500 bucks a day. So for me, last year, my goal was to do six figures in revenue from Facebook. And we ended up, I think, with like 118 or 106, whatever, for the whole year. And my goal this year is to do a quarter million from Facebook alone. Wow. And we're going to see how crazy this goes for the Christmas lights because it's we started hitting that heavy on the marketing at the beginning of August. 
and I've spent 250 bucks. We've added over 240 likes to the page, uh, which nice. are all people that have opted in to pay attention to us when I actually want to sell to them. You know, <laughs> my whole thing is warm you up, warm you up, give, 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 and then eventually ask, or eventually you're going to ask me and say, yeah. hey, I've seen enough of it. Watch my house. Yeah. You know? Well, let, let, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You're good. What's the question? Well, so you've done well with it on the pressure washing page. You're you're getting a lot of traction with it on your Christmas light page, which you're in a perfect part of the country to be a, a, a business that adds the the lights. Like down here where I'm at, I, I'm I'm hitting spring right now. Like I'm going in. Like what April is for you yeah. is, is November for me. You know, so we're we're yep. ramping up. But uh, but you you're going to be you know ramping down and then hitting this Christmas light thing hard, which I imagine you're probably already hanging some lights right at this point or we we start out on a vineyard which is going to be a, a huge boost for us mm -hmm. um not quite a five-figure job but um nice it's about a third of what we did last year last year was our first year doing christmas like so it was a lot of um realized that we had next to no marketing and knowledge there going mm -hmm. in and just you know i did my christmas like training in like mid to late september and then to have like five weeks before you're really supposed to be selling. Um, you know, we did more in lights like the last, um, you know, the last two weeks of the season than we did the previous, you know, four or five weeks. Um, let, so. let me ask you this. I, I kind of derailed us here. You're good. I want to, I want to ask you a Facebook question though. So I mentioned sure. the lights, but, um, could you give, so guys, some guys are listening right now and they're saying, Holy hell, I've never, I've never seen anyone with give some like authority saying, yeah, you do this, you make money on Facebook. Like that's the one thing I don't like about, I, I shouldn't say I don't like about it. It's the thing that doesn't give me the confidence to invest a lot in Facebook marketing from mm -hmm. a financial standpoint, be, from a dollar standpoint, because like with AdWords, there's a bunch of guys out there and they're like, here's kind of the, here's the formula. You know, and they mm -hmm. kind of have a formula and then you can like direct mail. Uh, here's the formula and door knocking. Here's the formula. And then Facebook, it's like black magic. You know, like there's just kind of like not this, this formula. So, so there's a lot of guys probably listening right now that are thinking like just what I'm thinking, Rob, could you don't lay it all out for us, but could you give us a couple of bullet points that we could then build off of ourselves? You know, one, two, three, four things. Uh, just briefly, because I know, and then maybe point us to a video on your YouTube channel that they can maybe sure. do that. But what are, what are a couple little things that guys could do? And then I want to I want to get in and talk to you about your family and and when you started sure. and stuff like that. But before we do, give us a few Facebook. Okay, so real quick on that, um, YouTube.com forward slash Clean Power Wash is our channel. Um, you know, we're getting close to 10,000 subscribers on there. We've got one video with, I think it's like 2 million views on it. It's nuts, uh, cleaning a wooden bench, but yeah. there is a sales and marketing playlist on there. Um, there's probably 50 or 60 of those sales and marketing videos are about Facebook. Um, well, that, in that case, give us just the, the bare minimums. Cause if you got, you're good, you're good. if you've got a, a playlist with 50 videos about Facebook, just give us a few high points here. Well, and I always get this, the same questions, but I mean, ultimately, and a great book to, to listen and read a bunch of times. Thank you. Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk, mm -hmm. um, and crush it. Um, those are two just foundational books for me. 
Um, it's about, again, if, if nobody knows who you are, they can't give you business. And, you know, as you say, the black magic side of it, you know, whenever I hear somebody doing EDDM or clip fires or AdWords, we're doing AdWords. Finally, we decided to step that up. Um, you know, I looked at, um, you know, Tommy Mello said to look back at, take your goal, backtrack, see what you paid per lead last year, per job, and then kind of work that math to see where you should get. Hmm. Our cost per customer, not per estimate, was something like 13 to $18 on Facebook per, wow. per customer. And the reason is that I don't go out there and say, Bobby, buy from me. Bobby, yeah. buy from me. Bobby, buy from me. No, I say, hey, Bobby, what's going on, man? Let's chat. Hey, Bobby, look at what we're doing. Look at this stuff. Hey, is this picture of what we did today? Is that awesome? Hey, look, we're over here doing this. You know, I, I've kind of gotten away from a lot of the video side because where we are, the stage I am in business, I usually need to be in the office in front of the computer. And I've yeah. been trying to get this office girl to start for me for uh, two and a half weeks. Uh, and I have like another week and a half before she starts. But um, it's getting people to know you, like you, trust you, and then they'll buy from you. Yeah. Um, you know, I presented at the huge convention in Atlanta on this and, you know, the problem that a lot of people think that Facebook's black magic is because they say, well, if I create the perfect ad, you know, buy perfect seeds and I put a whole bunch of, you know, water and dirt and everything. Yeah, perfect on water it, and I, perfect dirt. Yeah. Man, it's going to sprout an oak tree and we're going to have grapes and all this crap's going to come out immediately. And it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Somebody's like, and, and uh, I'm in the Cocker program. Michael Gregory's my coach, and he's said about pretty much every marketing method. Like people judge it because of what they did in two or three weeks, and they're like, eh, "I said I won mailing campaign, it didn't work." Mm -hmm. Well, so what does that mean? You sent out a hundred mailers, you sent out a thousand. How many times did you hit that list? You know, how many times did you do the clip flyers? Did you send out fifty? You got one negative response, and yeah, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm done with it." Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I always look at it with Facebook that, it, you know, not everybody with what we do, it's not an urgency factor. You know, it's not, oh, crap, it's 100 degrees in my house. I need the first HVAC company that shows up. Yeah. They're going to run targeted ads right then when they know it's the hottest week of summer. You're going to click that to save five bucks or just, I don't even care. I need Joe's HVAC to come out and take care of me. Yeah. For me, I just get to the point where I know at some point in the next year or two years, you're going to need my services. You're either going to need my gutter cleaning, the house washing, deck, whatever else, or the Christmas lights. So it, I also equate it to, to when we go to, to vote. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we know the top names on there. You know, you've usually picked that out. And the rest of the names, you're like, Bobby Walker. I think I, I've heard of that guy. Before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see the other guy, you're like, uh, I, I don't even know who he is. I have a great analogy. It. Yeah. You have no idea what Bobby Walker necessarily stands for, but you saw 25 of his lawn signs and, and you've seen the <laughs> subliminal messages a yeah. hundred times of seeing this logo, which is on all of our watermark pictures. Mm -hmm. You know, people are like, yeah, man, I see your stuff everywhere. You know, we have got clearly the loudest uh, box truck. Our flatbed truck is bright red with a painted yellow cab and we put some decals on it and we painted the wheel wells yellow. 
um, and the bumpers red. Like it's the most obnoxious thing. Like people see our branding everywhere, and, and that's where, you know, if you look at how much time you spent making the clip flyers, driving around with the clip flyers, and you know, spend, send them out and all that. Like, what does that work out to if you paid a person minimum wage to do that? You know, yeah. it it's at least forty to a hundred bucks for one day's worth of that endeavor. Sure. I've never spent a hundred dollars in a day on Facebook ever. Mm -hmm. I think the most I spent was like twenty or twenty-five bucks. And I can touch infinitely more people for twenty dollars on Facebook than any other marketing method. I can put out four lawn signs. Mm -hmm. And if they're on a perfect spot of the highway, they're gonna see a lot of people. And we don't do special targeting. We target our city and the surrounding areas that we service, and we target 35 to either 62 or sometimes we'll do 65 plus depending on what the thing is. Hmm. We used to do the whole homeowners excluding renters, but then they took that away from us last August. And my process will work no matter what Facebook does because my only goal is to get Bobby Walker to pay attention to me, like me, and then when Bobby's ready to make the decision, Rob, as long as your price isn't $5,000 to clean my gutters, you've got the job. So that's, good that's that for, for me for Facebook marketing in a nutshell. That's great. I, um, and I think you, you kind of summed it up with, uh, let, let's see if I can sum this up. A, it's not transactional. It's more of a, you know, you it, it's more branding slash uh, relational, you know, mm -hmm. Hey, here I am again. Nice to see you. Now I'm doing this, you know, rusty, mailbox over here and we're doing a playground over here and hey aren't we cool you know and so on and then the second one is uh it's the long play you're not you're not worried about today it's not the hot summer day that the ac went down it's you need to stay out there because eventually someone's going to need it we just don't know when mm -hmm. and if you're the only guy that they remember and you probably will be because a lot of companies that do what we do does not use this type of method you're the one that they'll think of. So what, is that and, a fair summary? Absolutely. Absolutely. The only thing I would say on it too is that, and I think it's one of the only marketing methods that's going to build on itself. It becomes self-sustaining. I could not post for the next month and the people that I have gotten to follow our page will still kind of see some of the things I could not post anything new, but if you stop sending if you stop sending clip flyers out or, mm -hmm. or sending your mailers <clears throat> or if you turn off your AdWords campaign, you're not really going to show up anymore on there. Yeah. You know, all the things that we do, Facebook and the YouTube channel are my big, you know, it's Google, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And then there's a whole bunch of other things below that as far as internet, you know, important. Yeah. And so if I can show up first for my website, YouTube with the two or 3 million views that we've got now, like, good luck for somebody in my local area to pass that, hmm. you know, it, it just, it keeps building. And so when we did, you know, one year we did like 36, or no, we did like 15 or $16,000 on Facebook. The following year we did like 36 and we spent about the same amount of money. And then the following year we still spent, we spent like 500 bucks more hmm. and we did like 80 or 90,000 or a hundred, whatever that number was. I think I've spent like five grand this year and we've done like 135, 150 yeah. from Facebook, you know, yeah. and, and so it, it just, 
everybody. I mean, what, what, what's that ROI? I can't even, I, I'm it, so bad at math. Do you we know it? Looking, I'm going to pull my calculator out. <laughs> we were looking at it at one point when I was making my presentation for the huge last year. That's like a 24 uh, to one. Does that sound about right? Oh, no, no, no. I was at like 54 uh, to 60 X ROI. I think, I think I'm going to have to edit that out because, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> guys, I was joking. I was giving him a, an underhanded. Yeah. To look no, at. you're that good. Cause I didn't tell you what I was actually spending on it though. Oh, I thought you and said 5,000. Maybe this year. Oh, 5, okay. 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 And, and I'm at like 135. Okay. 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 Well, maybe. Yeah. And that's me dumping a lot of money right now also into the Christmas light side of it. That's not necessarily, I haven't, We've only done one Christmas light install this year that we were getting paid for so far. Nice. We did a uh, random acts of lighting at Women Supporting Women today. Oh, I heard about this. I, I heard you talk about this the other day. So, yeah. I, listen, I want to change gears, but before I do, yeah. another uh, – this is just great for all of us to hear. So, another random act uh, here in 90 seconds. Tell us, tell us about this thing you did with the lights. So, I went up to visit my Christmas light vendor, and then I saw some pink lights as we were leaving. I was like, yeah, they're, they're a half case on there. And I wish I'd told them to put a full case of uh, lights on there and decided I was in my BNI chapter. I was like, you know, what? let's do a tree for breast cancer awareness. Um, it's just a random act of lighting. Let's go ahead and buy the lights, put them up there. It's PR. It brings attention. It's a write-off. There, there's a lot of benefits for everybody all around. And, and if it makes somebody, you know, feel special, ultimately, it's great. It yeah. also sets great culture for our business. But we went out and um, somebody from BNI was like, hey, you know what? Uh, you could do it with my tree in front of my house or go over to women supporting women. And we decorated two trees and a couple of bushes and stuff. Um, and it's one of those things that just, it brings goodwill to people and it motivates others to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I don't know if you've had John Lang on here, but I he got, have, yeah, he got some flack for one of those, you know, for basically doing a random act of cleaning kindness. And the person was like, you're doing it for marketing, blah, blah, blah. And I just, uh, it, it set me off. And, you know, it's like, if, if ultimately I make some money by doing this, but it encourages Bobby and John and, and eight other contractors to give you something good for in their communities, or people see me doing something good in my community and it gets other people to want to do charitable things yeah. to donate to this or that. Like, I mean, we, we donate money to church. Listen. If you don't have a problem with me making money, why the hell do you have a problem with me making money and doing something good? Exactly. Right? I mean, exactly. what, come on, guys. Stop fine. You know what those people are? They're bitches. That's what yeah. they are, Rob. They're yeah. bitches. They're miserable and, people. And the journey of a new entrepreneur podcast is the no bitch zone. So yep. uh, next, let's move on okay. here. So couple, two questions, and you can kind of go whichever angle you want. Tell us a little bit about, you know, just – Rob, the non-businessman, how long have you been in business, but like what, what led you up to it? Married kids, you know, whatever, fill us in. Sure. So, um, 2019 is technically my second year full time, um, okay. just watching. Um, prior to that, I worked for Verizon for the previous seven years. Um, I've had the power washing company under either docs and decks, which was the original name. And then I changed it to clean power wash um, about 12 or 13 years now. Um, oh, wow. I did, okay. You know, I did sales for a guy across the bridge when I was in college. Um, kind of crazy thinking back then, you know, I, I sold 30 grand in a month and he was literally dropping off 
employees with a pressure washer, 50 feet of hose, a garden, you know, a gas can, and, you know, the yellow noodle to yeah. blast the crap out of houses. Um, it's just, it's just nuts. To think How like old that. are you, Rob? Uh, I'm 37. 37. Okay. Yep. Right. Um, so I have been, been married 15 years. Uh, wife and I went to Jamaica, uh, for our anniversary this year. That was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, literally went to the huge convention, got back like Saturday at noon and then the kids left like Sunday at three o'clock. And then we were in Jamaica by like noon on Monday. That's a, um, that was probably a nice little, you know, you did the business dude, convention thing and then you got yeah. to go do your thing. That's probably pretty cool. It was insane, especially cause I think, I think we were out drinking until one or two o'clock and then had to get to the airport. Um, picked up some very hammered people, got them to the airport and, um, that was, that was a fun day. Yeah. Um, I'm like, hi kids. Yeah. Sleep now, you know? like, it, it was a mess. Um, so what, what made you want to start a business? Like what was you bored or you always knew you wanted to be a full-time, you know, business owner, entrepreneur or what? I always, I mean, and it's funny when I look at some of these, um, you know, anybody knows Ron Smith with, um, steel and mock and all, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of us were talking, you know, like, Hey man, when you were in, in middle school, like who else sold candy, you know, who had a candy business, who was doing this? And it's like the entrepreneur stuff, you know, I was selling airheads, Laffy Taffies and now relators and, you know, in seventh or eighth grade made $120, which was like 800 million. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, you know, we were in seventh grade. I also ate a lot of those candies. Uh, <laughs> I was like dealing candy. Uh, you know, other kids are passing notes and other, you know, these kids are passing me down and I'm slipping them five airheads. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that was a, a big thing. I kind of knew I wanted to do that. I actually ran a power washing company for all of like, uh, two months or a month until my crappy pressure washer from Sears broke down and, um, realized that doing, you know, uh, a house wash for 40 or 50 bucks, which, you know, Hey, as a 16 year old's like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to make nothing today. And you know, if only I do five houses, I can pay off my power washer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I like doing that. I like the instant results, which I think everybody that's in this, you know, it's good money, but yep. the instant results and the constant gratification from it's awesome. Um, I also ran a tutoring company, um, called really? homework helpers. So I was tutoring, uh, basically four days a week. I was power washing when I could. I was roughing games on Saturdays and I was also working at Outback. And then I was a teacher for a little bit too. All of that at the same time. Cause you know, us, us, uh, we have OCD and or not OCD, AC, ADD. Yeah. Um, I got to find something to do. Fair. Um, <clears throat> so what, yeah. what was the, you said you'd been in business for about 12 years total, mm-hmm. two years full time. And, uh, and I know you were at Verizon there for a long time. Um, what, what was, was there a struggle going full time? Uh, did you have a master plan? How did that work out? So I think the, the unique thing about the way that I want to went about it is that so many people, you have your full time job and then you're like, I need to make some extra money. So you start power washing on the side. And then you realize that you're power rushing all day, Saturday and Sunday. You're exhausted. You can't do it anymore. Um, you start making more money doing power washing. And then you try and cut back at the main job to the point that, you know, okay, well, I'm making 800 a week power washing and I'm making 600 a week after taxes. 
uh, or at my full-time job, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, I made good money at Verizon, had good benefits. Yeah. Um, you know, working. A were you were you selling? Well. Were you in like on the floor selling? No. So Verizon, FiOS, um, DSL, Internet, uh, okay. Direct TV. So it was an inbound call center. Okay. Um, we basically just had to explain why your bill was so high, uh, that you did not be <laughs> mad at us, and then make you buy something to make your bill go up higher. Yeah. Which is always great. Yeah, uh, of course. You know, so, and the money was good. And then I, I, I really started to look at it and say, you know, um, we stopped having seven hours of overtime a week and went down to either no hours or one hour a week. And when you look at that over, you know, a, a year, um, you know, I was a ten to $12,000 reduction in my overall take-home pay. Yeah. And it's the difference between getting out of debt and now looking at it and saying, crap. I'm actually having to pull money out of the business, which was good. I, I could take money uh, that my guys were making. You know, I had people that just, you know, depending on my, my work schedule, would go out and do the jobs. When I left Verizon, I had three guys working for me full time, which is where I was able to basically jump from, you know, and talk about the stages, but, you know, one, two, and three. I basically was at stage three when I left Verizon. I jumped yeah. back a little bit because I had one of the guys quit and some other things changed and all. Hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we hit, I thought that as soon as I could get to six figures, you know, that's the magical, do a hundred grand a year um, and you can leave your job and sit on the beach. Um, yeah, you need a little but, more than that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> if you got kids yeah, and well, wife and, and everything. And I really realized, like, I mean, literally the last day that I worked, or the last day I took off from Verizon was the day we hit 200. Um, mm. And I knew that I was going to have to make that jump in the spring. Um, to go full time, I was actually going to get an extra week of vacation from Verizon, um, but because we were unionized, I was offered buyouts along with um, basically forty others were able to get it. Um, I basically got paid a year's salary, six months health care, uh, and was able to cash out my pension, which I had Dang. already done a good enough job of putting stuff in there. I looked at it and I was like, "Well, I'm 35. If I never put another cent in, and we, you know, have a decent economy for the next." 50 years yeah. um, or 30 years, um, all the little calculators say I should be doing pretty well. And that's, nice. that's not accounting for all the, you know, the massive amount of equipment. And well, that, and that makes one of us, that makes one of us, Rob. So <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because I'm hiding my sorrow. Um, <laughs> well, but let me ask you this. Oh, yeah. go ahead. It's not all sunshine and rainbows though. I mean, no. it's, as we've grown bigger and bigger, you know, the, when guys are reaching out, they're like, Hey man, it's, it's really slow. What are you doing? You know, like it, it, when you're early on, it's, you know, you're like, here's spring. And then you're like, Oh crap. It's the end of, you know, the end of May. And it's like Armageddon um, for us now. It's like, you know, we did 80 and then we did 70 and then we got down to like 35 or something like that in August. Mm-hmm. That was not a pretty month. Um, August was rough for us too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy for me to say 35 was rough. Yeah, you know, but it is when you have all. Yeah, I was gonna say is the guys people. You know, it's funny. Now I'm. uh, I just we just actually finished our best month. You know, today's the last day of the month, and (coughs) actually, actually, let me just pull this up while while we're talking. Let's see. uh, Yeah. Let me pull up my 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 fancy uh, dashboard here, so you can see we were um, less than a thousand dollars away from (laughs) fifty. I've okay. never hit I've never hit fifty. So so I almost hit hit my first fifty thousand dollar month. That's awesome, man. 
but um and actually you know when we're doing like 50 like 35 i'm like oh crap i need to you know i'm i'm putting a little money in the business at 40 it's like oh, we made that much just a hair and then but then at 50 then it's like now it's really starting to be like oh this is nice there's a you know so this was this one felt good even though i haven't all the money hasn't in my account yet but um but the point which is was your point is i was just talking to my son caleb i think it was yesterday and do you know chris martinez mm-hmm. yep so i don't know him well i've met him uh, yeah we're friendly with each other but we don't know each other well. yeah I'm sure he would be my friend and, and I his if we didn't know each other. Um, but he, uh, thank you, babe. My wife just gave me some coffee. Um, so the, uh, I remember right when we got into the business, Caleb and I, I was listening to one of Latimer's quick talk podcasts mm-hmm. that Chris was on. And I had mm-hmm. no idea who Chris was. He was just some, some guy on this podcast with this other guy I'd never heard of named Josh, you know, at, the, at this point. Yeah. And he was talking about how Chris was talking about how, you know, he'd been in his business for, I forget how long now, you know, two, three, four years. I don't, I don't really remember, but that he's like, yeah, you know, we're hitting $30,000 a month. And I just, my jaw dropped. I'm like, well, I'll be able to get there. Like I'll be there in 10 years, you know, kind of thing. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, 30,000 because when you hear $30,000 coming in and you're trained to think like an employee, mm-hmm. you're just thinking, Oh, my, my pay was $30,000, you know, but what you don't look at is the fact that my truck is in the shop again, second time in Mm -hmm. three months and that, you know, you got these employees and workers comp and all the other crap that goes into it and the office and the, you know, and on and on and on. And, Oh, and did we just buy a $700 water fed pole that the guy didn't put in the truck well, and it flew out during the highway and shattered on, Mm -hmm. you know, and so now all of a sudden $30,000, isn't very much, you know, now it's like, Oh shit, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to, to juggle some bills. But that being said, I'm not crying. It's just, it's funny how perspective is, Uh, you know, at one point you'd think you'd be king of the world. And now I'm like, now I'm like, man, when I get to about a hundred thousand a month, that's when it'll be easy. (laughs) And I'm sure all the guys that are doing 1.2 million a year are saying you're crazy, Bob, you're crazy. Yeah. I mean, each level has got a different set of difficulties, different set of challenges and everything. And, you know, the, the year that I hit 50 for the year, you know, that was the first year I started going to events and conventions and really started getting serious about learning and realizing that um, just because the money wasn't being spent on a tool or an advertisement to make me money did not mean that it was not going to make me money. Yeah. And I always tell people to go to these conventions. I mean, a huge convention, the cost of it is at zero when you really look at it because yeah. it will make you money exponentially over that. Um, you know, I promise everybody who went to my class last year is like, my Facebook class will be worth, you will make enough money to have covered your entire time Absolutely. here. And every presenter is going to make that claim as well. And yeah, you should have that. Well, I think that's what, so in in respect to that so let's talk about this we'll we'll segue into paying for uh self improvement here or paying okay. you know, so yeah. whether it's through the through buying a book mm-hmm. buying an online course paying for a coach you and I are both in the conquer program you know that yeah. if if you're not familiar with it it's by automate grow sell if you just google automate grow sell conquer you can find the website because I forget exactly what it is. But if you Google that, it's a great uh, coaching and accountability program. Um, there, there's all kinds of things you can do. 
going to conventions. Uh, you know, Mike, I, I spoke at a convention this last year or presented at it. And um, same thing, what I taught was the four things, the four basics that we focused on in, in year one that got us to 130K. So you spend your thousand bucks to go to the huge convention. And this isn't theoretical stuff. It's what we did. Mm-hmm. What we did. And you can go and you can do the same. But a lot of people, I get, uh, it shouldn't frustrate me, but it does. I know <laughs> it shouldn't frustrate me, but it's like there's the way the world should be and then there's the way the world is. And and it does. Yeah. Me. But you see a lot of people that someone will post online, hey, look at this thing I'm doing or this course or this, you know, they're spending money on something. And then you get a lot of jackasses that are like, you know, I don't need no coach or I don't need a this or I don't need a that. It's all a scam. And I'm thinking, you know, I actually recorded a video about my thoughts and coaches and, and accountability groups today, as a matter of fact. And um, yeah, and I'm like, here's the thing is you might be really good without it. But you will, in fact, be better with those good resources. You know, you're mm-hmm. good without it, but you're still foolishly limiting yourself because someone else has done it better. Someone else has done it first. Someone else has made the mistakes that you can learn from and not make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds like you agree, but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Tiger Woods has a swing coach. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, said. <laughs> Michael Jordan had a basketball coach. Yeah. You know, it, it, and that's, that's why, I mean, I was pissed at all my buddies that were already in Conquer that didn't let me know that Conquer was even going on. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I give Chase Sichnowski crap every time I hear about it, and TJ and Brett and too um, many of the guys. It was like, really? We go hang out all the time at all these conventions, and you guys didn't bother, you know, Jay Murphy's in that. And I'm like, really? Yeah. But it was – my office assistant, my current one, she, she just does the QuickBooks and the um, payroll. And she was like, man, seven fifty a month. Are you sure that that's worth it? And I said, you know, here's the thing. And Brandon Vaughn said it too on his CPA stuff early on. You know, like, oh, how much do you pay your CPA? He's like, guys, what I pay them is literally a rounding error in a business his size. Mm-hmm. And I knew that having grown the business from doing 20, 25 grand a year, to last year we finished at 375 and I know if I had done XYZ, we would have hit that half million dollar mark. I knew that I'd, I'd reached not necessarily the limitation of my potential, but I reached the limitation of my potential on my own. Mm-hmm. And having a coach, having that accountability um, to put us, you know, again, we're past what we did last year. You know, we were on pace, albeit because some numbers were a little bit inflated, early on by having a monster January in February, um, which we usually do like a combined like eight grand there. And we yeah. did like 25 because uh, we had a bunch of commercials. So that like threw off all the numbers. But, you know, my goal this year is to, to hit more like 600 this year. Nice. Um, give myself two years to hit a million. Um, and then we go from there. But that, that, that requires me to go beyond what I can do. And my coach, Michael, Gregory is constantly saying, it's like, man, he's like, you need more infrastructure around you. You know, you, he's like, kudos to you. You just, you know, it's the whole gird your loins and prepare to just take on more. Just load me up, coach. Mm-hmm. I can, I can carry more weight. I can do more things. And that's where I've kind of realized like, that's where I'm, I'm really struggling now is because I need, uh, I need to not have 
this on me all day. Yeah. And it was my other phone on me all day. Uh, yeah. Got, well, listen, uh, Rob, I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's been an honor for me to have you on the show here. And we're going to have to get off here pretty quick. But before we do, um, mm-hmm. I've got the most important question. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, but I've got the most sure. important one that uh, yeah. I've probably ever asked any guest on the show. Okay. So um, you don't listen to my show, do you? Uh, you're you're not going to hurt my feelings if you say I that. watched some of the one with you and Ryan Gogoski. Okay. But fair enough. All yeah. right. So, um, so here's the deal. Um, you're walking, you know, through that little underpass there in Salisbury, Maryland, where you, mm-hmm. you know, wrote We Heart Salisbury and wrote your, you know, phone number. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a cold, foggy night. And you're by yourself. The street lamps, they're kind of flickering. You know, you kind of, you got to turn the collar up on your jacket because it's, it's a little cold. You know, it's, it's yeah. you know, December. And as soon as you uh, walk in there, a couple of 18-wheelers, they just come and they just block you off on both ends. Mm-hmm. So now you're stuck. There's fog. You can't hardly see. You can see, but it's tough. Yeah. Street lamps flickering, but now even less light is getting in because of these trucks. Mm-hmm. And you hear a voice from a speaker, and he says, Rob, one truck is full of 1,000 duck sized horses duck sized horses okay the other truck has one horse sized duck we're going to open one of the doors uh-huh. of these trucks and you're going to have a fight to the death do you choose <laughs> the thousand duck sized horses or the one duck sized the one horse sized duck fight to the death um, I, I would have to go with the, the duck-sized horses. Um, okay. I, I would imagine that even with a thousand of them, what's the worst they're going to do? They're going to kick me in the shins uh, or try and peck at me but uh, or bite me. But, um, yeah, I, I, something about a, a, a horse-sized duck. It's terrifying. Just, yeah, I mean, I might be able to, like, get on and, like, choke it. Um, I don't know, man. That's a I mean, big... I, I really don't think it's going to be able to like squish me too bad. But like, if he gets you in the head, you're gonna. Um, well, could you imagine how big his little claws on the end of his webbed feet would be? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be so, like T Rex, only like not as intimidating. Which um, did did you see my T Rex? Did you see that video? No. <laughs> we did a, a golf course uh, chamber of commerce big golf event. We did an interactive booth. We got our Christmas lights. We got the pressure washing stuff up there, and I found an inflatable T Rex costume, and I mm-hmm. um, played a little golf in it. Somebody's <laughs> golf cart, and then the cool guy who let me steal his golf cart um, happens to have a prosthetic limb, so he decided that he would sit down on the ground, and he gave me his leg. Oh God! So I had the T Rex eating it, <laughs> and then the, the T Rex was like eating it, <laughs> and it's. Oh, it's just one of the again, like I said, somebody somewhere would get offended and be pissy about it, and I, I'm just brain with it. Yeah. And the guy, the guy, I mean, the guy was awesome. It was all on him. 
he threw it at his his buddies and all. It was it was epic. That's great. Um, now that's great, but we've got to get back to this duck thing real quick. To the duck. Okay, to the ducks. Yes. First off, I've got to say, I have a great deal of respect for you for mm-hmm. choosing correctly mm-hmm. the thousand duck sized horses. Yes. I've had more guests than you would imagine that have picked this one horse sized duck. And every one of them, actually all but one, Ben Hill, I don't know him well. And I had him on yeah. a podcast recently. He's a really intense dude. And he told me, like, I'd jump on that duck and kill that son of a bitch in two seconds. I'd rip his throat out. And I'm like, you know what? I believe Ben. But, <laughs> yeah. but he's the only guy. Everyone else, yeah. I'm like, you guys are freaking crazy wanting yeah. to fight this, this gigantic duck. But my question is, well, how would you go about killing all these little duck-sized horses? you got to fight them to the death man we're getting we're getting rough on there uh, i don't i don't I mean, make the rules man so I don't make the rules. it's rob anderson uh mr anderson you know from the matrix so i'd have to grab one of them and just start swinging them all around and like so, okay they, they knock each other out so you would you like uh, grab one of their head and swing around or grab them more like by their back legs and kind of swing i'd probably alter i'd probably try and figure out which way worked better like try it you know try the tail see if the tail comes off or not because that might yeah, be the I'm, best. I'm not grabbing the tail yeah, no. Okay. Uh, you know, the kind of make a mess. Do, do, do the horses have shoes on or are they <laughs> I haven't got I've you know, I've never had that question asked. I don't I'm a dealer's choice on that one. You can So if they've got the shoes on, then I'm totally grabbing the head and then just cuz then yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. hitting with metal. I mean, that's I like that. I like the way yeah. you think, Rob. You and I we're we're, we're smart guys. <laughs> you and me. So listen, man, let, before we get off here, uh yeah. Do you have any tips or advice for the guys out there that are hustling, trying to make it happen? Maybe they're not making it happen just yet. Just a little, uh, you know, Rob Anderson, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> pet uh, um, thing. It, it, it's easy to focus on the guys that have had meteoric growth um, in a short period of time. You know, kudos to you, man, for doing 130 in the first year it shows that it's possible. You know, somebody was posting in one of the groups recently that it was just branding that he's done and he's made all this money super fast and he's going to start a course and, and a channel. And, and I don't remember the guy's name and I'm not trying to single him out, but just use it as an example that it's not, it's not normal. It's not a matter, you know, people want me to manage their Facebook campaigns and or they say that, you know, Rob's only successful because of how much time he puts into Facebook and you, you're not really, you know, calculating that. And yeah, it is, it is difficult. And that, that's where we say, you know, the return on ad spend mm-hmm. uh, versus necessarily your ROI because truly your ROI is, is pretty much, it's, it's the whole measuring physics, you know, the mm-hmm. frictionless pulley, the weightless rope, you know, all those other things because we can't account for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really, Doing the Josh Latimer, do hard things. Yep. Um, learn, learn, learn. Uh, having my Audible subscription, these these little Bluetooth earbuds, um, those two things make me more money than anything else does. Uh, I, I'm following you, but elaborate just to make sure in case someone's not. How do sure. those things make you the money? There's this this famous guy. His name's Zig Ziglar. Yep. Um, he said, you know, you are where you are and what you are because of what you put in your mind. And you can change who you are and what you are but by changing what you put in your mind. And so 
listening to Autry Leadership Podcast, listening to this podcast, listening to the Quick Talk Podcast, Tommy Mello, um, Gary Vaynerchuk. There, there's so much information out there from a sales and marketing perspective. And I love when you listen to old guys like Napoleon Hill, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, uh, Brian Tracy. And, you know, no, no offense to Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone, but very little of what they're saying is is unique. All of that stuff was figured out a long time ago. I mean, it's, yeah. no, you like, you trust you, and then they're going to buy from you. Or how, are, how do you do all these poses? So the more that you feed your mind, um, you know, think and grow rich. Yeah. It doesn't take a whole lot of mind power to wash the house. Yep. And well, I can still. As a matter of fact, I miss working in the field just yeah. because it's. Yeah. You can't because yeah, it's can hard really to focus on audiobooks when you're doing sales. And we can listen to it yeah. and we can still hear the fact that the pressure washer also doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. You know, and you go out to the field and you're like on site for five seconds, you say, guys, has it been sounding like that for a while? And they're like, Oh, I don't know, boss. I didn't what it sounds different. Like I go up in today and like one of the pressure washers going, blah, 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 and I'm like, uh, that's, that's not <laughs> how that's supposed to be spraying water. It's supposed yeah. to be, <laughs> you know, yeah. go across it, but, um, investing yourself, um, keep it, if nothing else, learn more about advertising and marketing, mm-hmm. um, because you have to get that done. Um, you know, you can try and get, you know, the, the guys that are so proud of, oh, we spend no money on advertising and marketing. It's all word of mouth. Cool. So you're saying that, you know, you're so proud that you didn't spend 2% of your, your income to increase that, to put your referrals, your word of mouth, um, on steroids. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of a, you know if there's a way to go ahead and capitalize on it by spending a little extra and all of a sudden you've got another hundred thousand dollars in work because you spent eight grand. Yeah. Um, if you, if you want your business, that. if you want your business to grow, don't be proud by not investing in your business's growth. It's mm-hmm. awesome that you get in the word of mouth, but, but go after that stuff and achieve your goals quicker. Now, if you're as big as you want to be, that's a different story. But if you want to grow, don't be proud that you're not putting money in your growth. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, you, you have to be, I can't, I, so you have to be content with where you are. I'm happy with where I'm at. Uh, I'm not content. Um, if I'm not growing, uh, I don't know what, Yeah. I, I don't know. I, you know, and, and as we were talking about goals earlier, We're going back. All right, we're back. Okay, that was just a quick one. So we were talking about goals. Um, so goals. When I go back, and and one of the other things I loved about Josh Latimer was talking about your marketing calendar, mm-hmm. but looking at also your percentage of revenue that comes per month, um, and then looking at those in each month. And I look back at it, and like, you know, again, we're here. Tomorrow's October first. We've done four hundred grand this year. You know, the first time I hit 80 was May this year. The first time I hit 50 last year was in May. You know, go, go two more years before that. The first time I hit 10 grand in a month, it was like, oh, my gosh. I yeah. that. 
And then this year we're doing 20 a year. Then it was like 20 grand. Whoa, 30 grand. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then we went straight from there to like 50. And then we jumped to 80 and doing $23,000 in a week. And it's like, we don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and I would encourage people to be, to, to make sure that you're still celebrating those, those wins that you're noticing that, you know, like, Hey, we, when we hit, what was it like two fifty by July 1st or, or whatever we were at. And I was like, guys, you know, Hey, we're going to get push the crabs. Like, thank you for working your butts off. Like, this is just nuts where we are already are for the year. Um, just to, to make sure you don't lose sight of that. Um, Good stuff. Rob, tell us your uh, YouTube channel again. YouTube.com forward slash clean power wash. Um, Facebook.com forward slash clean power wash is the Facebook channel. Um, feel free to subscribe there. If you have a question, you want to send me a message, go to Facebook.com forward slash Rob Anderson Jr. You can send me a message there and then it doesn't impact my response times to you uh, <laughs> as if you're sending a message to the business. So yeah, good, like good tip here? right there. Yep. Well, listen. Um, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. So the, those are the best spots. Um, if you're sending me a friend request on Facebook, um, I don't respond to those right away. If you, if it's really urgent, send me a message on there and that'll come through. Um, there's too many spam requests and I'm sure you're in the same boat with that, mm-hmm. that it's like, I'm just not, unless you've got like 80 people that we're mutual friends with. Yeah, that's how I am too. <clears throat> you know, you, you could be anybody and, and I'll, I'll, you know, my threshold's about 40. If you got less than 40 mutual friends, I'm like, eh, that's probably not something good. So, uh, yeah, no, that's a good stuff. Rob, listen, thanks a million. No we got to do this again. Uh, this yep. has been fun next time. Uh, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the, in the midst of the busy season here. Next time I'll have a couple of beers before we start. You can have a couple and we'll have a, have a more laid back, you know, fun time. Yeah, I heard, I saw the Ryan part and you're like, Oh, it took us forever. So I've already had three or four beers and can't get the computer to work. So yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I'm drinking coffee. I I've got like about eight things in my planner. I've got to knock out, uh, uh, eight? Tonight. Well, it's it's eight. nine o'clock, man. <laughs> like, no, and, and for anybody watching this or listening to this, for the record, Bobby was on my YouTube channel a month and a half before I was on here. When was I on yours? Well, we when it was oh, you. Oh, I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah You're talking I, about a deer in headlights. You're yeah, like, I didn't participate very well. Did I? Hey, <laughs> and, and Jay's going nuts. I'm going nuts. That was that was so much fun. Yeah, uh, we should have gotten John Lang in there too, just to have all the the YouTube people out there. Yeah, and uh, and Jay's Jay's Jay. Jay's Jeez. crazy. He's a good dude. Jay, I know you're listening to this, so I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, screw you. Um, all right, so guys, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, Bobby Walker with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. I really, really appreciate you listening. Don't forget, go check out the YouTube channel, Journey of a New Entrepreneur. That's where you get to see my story, where the podcast is when you get to see other people's stories. And uh, I got some cool stuff coming, coming down the uh, line. I actually just bought, I'm just the spoiler, I just bought the domain formerbitch.com. So I'm excited about a future uh, project I got going on there. And um, guys, Thanks a million. If you're not doing what you want to be doing in life, 
you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing what you want, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.